Would you like the word whore to return? <laughs> Would you like me to talk all over you and never let you finish a word? Want to see me tap dance? <laughs> Please. The windmill action? <laughs> I did that That's... just for you. What kind of pathetic drug do you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea. A very bad habit. I'm top half Stevie Nicks, I'm bottom half Stevie Wonder. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Why does your name come first? I don't know. I'm going to be first this time. Okay. You're listening to Arrow My Shorts. Not in your faux radio <laughs> oh, voice. Come on. Just be you. Hi, you're listening to Arrow My Shorts. With the word whore. And Preston Buttons. Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> and, now, and now our listeners know your real voice and why you have to alter it severely for the show. <laughs> That's right. A lot of processing goes on to my voice to give it that manly quality. That rich manly quality. Preston <laughs> is actually an hermaphrodite. Would it be an hermaphrodite? Or it would be an hermaphrodite. Uh, uh, that was my natural instinct, but it sounded wrong. I wish I was in a hermaphrodite. I'd be getting laid all the You'd time. You'd be getting a lot of action. Yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. It's physically impossible. You could get yourself pregnant, but you couldn't actually have sex with yourself. Well, you know, I'd love to give it a try. All right, well, you work on that. I'm just going to My snatch is itchy. I'm going to try to wash the image out of my brain <laughs> with acid. I would have to avoid doing the anal sex and then the vaginal sex. Because I wouldn't want to give myself a yeast infection. Right. You'd be in extra special danger of that because you'd keep missing. Oh, God. I don't even think I want to go to this neighborhood. <laughs> I don't think I want to talk you're, about... You're the one who drove in, baby. Did I? Well, I regret it now. That's what happens. I'm now locking my doors and rolling up the windows, and I'm going home as fast as possible. Because I don't want to be in Mr. Button's hermaphroditic neighborhood. <laughs> it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. A wonderful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could I be mine? I've got the genitalia of a hermaphrodite and the body of a eunuch. But isn't it quite common for a hermaphrodite not to have balls anyway, thus making them eunuchs? I don't know. I would. Uh, isn't it usually just penis I don't know. and. I don't know any hermaphrodites, well, other than myself. <laughs> yeah, but I would think you've but... done a lot of research in your. I've got cojones. Oh, okay. I've got, I've got, some, well, I've got some well droopy swingers yeah, down You haven't there. tried to put them in your kahuna? I, I take that as a no? I, or, or that you were unsuccessful? Where, where do you think they are right now? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, that's way worse. They're kind of like Benoit balls. Yeah, well, now I know why you rock back and forth on the chair so much. Yep. It's a world of squishy goodness. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Just so you know, I, I haven't been growing this beard uh, for you. I know that. You're just, just lazy. Yes. Although um. it's actually much longer than it usually is. I've been particularly lazy. 
Story? Yes. Shall we? Is your drink strong enough this time? My, st my strength is sh strong enough. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for my strong shrink dink. Shrinky dink, shrinky dink. Who marketed those motherfucking things? What? Shrinky dinks. There is something called shrinky dinks? You don't remember shrinky dinks? They were little plastic bits it's, of crap uh, that you put in the oven. And basically, it was like plastic kind of characters familiar. that you put on a baking sheet in the oven, and then they shrank so that they were smaller than what you got in the first place. This is a story submitted by uh, Dave Aldridge, who has <gasps> submitted before. He's the boy who got fucked by the demon. Yes. Ooh, we're not supposed to call him a boy. He was mad. Yeah. Because apparently he isn't 15 uh, except years old. I call boys anything under 30. So there you go. So I didn't mean to hurt so your feelings. So I think he might be a boy. But it was you who said he was bribing his mom for a bicycle. So I can't take mm. all the credit for the way it came off. That's true. I apologize. I was just calling him a little boy because I think it's sexy. This is a story called Pooh. Professor A. James, Lady Margaret Hall, Oxford, 30th May, 1997. Dear Mr. Hall, it may appear strange to you that you should receive a letter from an Oxford professor with whom you have never been acquainted, but I pray your patience that I may make all swiftly clear. Having originally studied in Cambridge for a degree in the natural sciences, I followed a doctorate in which I specialized in the nature of the contraction of the colon. I came to Oxford some years ago to pursue research in the philosophical and theological field and achieved my doctorate of divinity at Balliol College. I don't know if that's right or not. It's probably not right. Probably not. My thoughts are present. You might read better if you take your balls out of your kahuna. Ugh. Ew. Ugh. I don't need the noises. My thoughts are present, however. I find returning to my earlier biological fascinations, particularly in the fast-growing field of scatology and psychology. A friend of yours at one of the smaller private halls. I regretfully What's forget. What's scatology? Scatology? Is that like jazz? The science of jazz? I think so. Scoobity wappy bappy doo bida I want to learn how to scat. Are there any people left who can teach me? There's probably some. Why is it a... Why does Scooby-Doo always come into scatting? It's impossible to try to scat and not say Scooby-Doo. It's the foundation of which all scats are... Was Scooby-Doo named after scatting? Oh, probably. Can't remember the rest of their names. In the light of your exhilarating views on this new and exciting topic, I would like you to look over some research I have been carrying out and mail me your thoughts. The nature of my experimentation consists of the observation of 24 volunteers from across a range of ethnic groups, classes, occupational backgrounds, and conditions of health. The volunteers are fed on exactly the same diet, which is regularly varied and observed while performing their scatological functions. My apologies for the scrawled nature of my notes. I have not yet mastered computers. The results are roughly collated in the form of a journal. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Yours faithfully, Alex James. That 
I need more scat noises. I don't I don't have any. I was trying to do it without saying Scooby Doo and it wasn't working. First June nineteen ninety six. Today has been a black day indeed in my catalogue of craps. I witnessed with horror my first square turd. The volunteer, an Afro-Caribbean recently emigrated to Notting Hill, described her experience in terms of such a bowel-shredding agony that I have been quite overcome by emotion for most of the day and unable to put pen to paper until now. In hindsight, however, I find particularly fascinating the dilemma of which I have termed, for the first time, the big push. That is the problem of knowing that the turd cannot merely remain in its half-expelled, half-still-contained state, yet to continue bowel movement causes intense discomfort. And sometimes gives you hemorrhoids. I shall apply myself to finding a solution to this catch-22 situation if nothing else comes of my research. 3rd June, 1996. No more thoughts on the square turd ejection dichotomy. 10th June, 1996. <laughs> what are we, on the fucking Starship Enterprise? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Self-destruct in 30 seconds. <laughs> Fuck you. I am unsure how to categorize the can't-really-crap comfortably because there's a spider on the wall watching me dilemma. If, as experience... It relies on external conditions rather than personal crapping success. Then it presumably fits into the genus of the fuck no bogrel experience and is not a true species of turd. However, if the importance of the experience is more an internal one, then this type of crap surely falls into a similar category of the fuck a huge black rat is about to swim around the U-bend and bite my anus paranoia. Puzzling? A hybrid turd? 21st June, 1996. The white zone is for loading and unloading only. Today, a student subject from Brooks University reported a most warming shit. She explained that she had just come away from seeing her boyfriend and was therefore on something of an emotional high. Being at the loose end, she had gone home to visit her parents, who lived quite close to her college. There, in the seat-cushioned comfort of her own bathroom, the urge came upon her, and she experienced what can only be described as a spiritual return to the womb. She said, There is just something about, you know, when you're really comfy, and, like, you've got all the time in the world, and, well, it just sort of slides out, sort of, you know, like, like... Like honey, like... I think she says it all. I only wish it had been under control conditions so that I might have had a joy of observing it. The euphoric crap. I think that this is the ideal shitting experience. 16th July, 1996. My student from Brooks was less euphoric today, having experienced... A noisy, embarrassing crap. You know, the ones that, like, really plop when you know your boyfriend's waiting outside, like... I put this crap in the same genesis. Leaves a really bad smell 
and takes bloody ages and you've got a hard-on. I was not thrilled to observe it. Wait, what? Leaves a really bad smell and takes bloody ages and you've got a hard-on. Why have you got a hard-on while you're taking a crap? It's probably a morning crap. Okay. It's not as a result of the crap. That's all I'm hoping for. <laughs> that would be a really good crap. Okay. I, wish, I, I was just trying I, to I make sure. I wish I had crabs that gave me hard on. Okay, I'm trying to make sure. 18th July, 1996. I have been lucky enough to witness two craps in succession, which are clearly the antithesis of each other. They are, of course, the... Wow, that was surprisingly clean. Crap, which requires no bottom wiping and the... God, how the fuck did I manage to make that much of a mess? Crap, which always ends up smeared over the bum cheeks and leaves skin marks which need to be scrubbed from the bowl. Subjects remarked that on finishing wiping the latter turd, their fingers remained stained where they had been unluckily passed through torn paper and smelt for hours despite having been washed vigorously oh, and repeatedly on. to be understood fully. These craps ought to be absurd. In contrast. That's upsetting. Are people walking around with poo stains Stink on their fingers? Stinky fingers. Is that real? Do people do that? Please tell me no. Any... I, I cannot speak for all people. Any proper length time hand washing would absolutely resolve that. People are not, Maybe it depends on your diet. People are not walking around with poo-stained fingers, please. And thank you, and thank you. Again. Bye. Come on, Star Trek computer. 7th August, 1996. I've taken a to talk during this story. Oh, happy, happy day. After three solid months of irregular square turning, which I still find most uncomfortable to watch, my Edinburgh bus driver has finally performed his first euphoric crap. 26th January, 1997. Still nothing on square turds, although I am at least becoming desensitized to the process of observing them. Is my numbness to the pain of my subjects a good thing? 27th January, 1997. My Edinburgh bus driver, having a tendency to roam, I suspect he is beginning to crack under the pressure of having to crap in controlled circumstances. Today experienced the how high in a public toilet turd, or the bum splash for seat contact trade-off. Is there a mean height? I wonder at which one can avoid contact with the toilet seat and yet allow the turd so little velocity that it cannot really rouse a good splash? Is the trick to be so far away from the seat that the splashes cannot reach one's posterior? Or would that give the turd sufficient velocity that the splashes made the distance? 5th February, 1997 The desperate for it must go and have it but when you do, it's ultimately just a frustrating little rabbit-dropping crap. Very unsatisfactory. 9th February, 1997. Another crap for the genus of socially unacceptable, or should I say, more than normally socially unacceptable craps, divine last year on the 16th of July. The won't-go-down crap. 
Today I actually witness an insurance broker from Hastings roll up his sleeve, plunge his hand into the basin, and break up the crap so that it could be flushed away. Oh, God, I had to do that once. I have to tell you that story. What? Well, there's one more entry, so let's do that, and then I'll tell you, okay? I'm serious. Oh, my God. No, I'm serious. It wasn't, it wasn't mine. 13th March, 1997. Still nothing on the square ones. And that was a story called Pooh by David Aldrich. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. I lived with this guy called Stinky. Well, we named him Stinky. Mostly because of this event. But I don't remember what his name was before that. He used to take these big... Is this the same guy who used to uh, fill up the, the Buckley's cough medicine with his jizz? Nobody did that. Yeah. Sorry, continue. What was with the sidetrack? I was so ready to expel this turd of a story. Okay, well, go on with your He used to have these big monster poops. They were these bizarre circus freak coily turds that wouldn't flush. He was obviously full of shit. But boom. No! Alright, so... He'd left it there during the day and then he'd gone to work. And it wouldn't flush. My roommate and I, the the good one, the one who wasn't even the big coily poops, uh, we were having people over, and there was this big fucking coiler poop in the toilet that wouldn't flush, and we didn't know what to do. <laughs> we had no choice. We only had one washroom, and we didn't have time to call a plumber, and we certainly didn't want our house guests to see the poop and not be able to use the washroom all night. So we went to the kitchen and we got, um, like, a spatula <laughs> and, a, and um, a flipper, right? And, 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 and the and two of us had our, yeah, she had a spatula and I had, a like, an egg flipper. So the two of us stood there, two chicks, sta- standing over a toilet bowl with this big boy coiler turd in there. And we're covering our eyes and mashing it with kitchen implements <laughs> and laughing and, and making ew and sick noises the whole time until it, and then eventually we got it to go down and then we threw the kitchen things in the garbage, obviously, because <laughs> they couldn't be washed. Fuck. And then we had our party. <laughs> we laughed so hard, but at the same time we were both like, horrified and how do you it's not like we could take it up with him like how do we how do you like look the guy in the eye and say okay what's up with your shit what was that so anyway yeah we named him stinky and we don't live with him anymore (laughs) but if he's listening we miss you stinky that's a shitty story You've got to be kidding me. It's an absolutely true story, and I think it's totally fitting at the moment. <laughs> that actually happened. I'm sure it did. You really thought it was a bad story? No, I said okay. it was a shitty story. It was called a pun. I can only afford one boom boom per episode. <laughs> okay, I don't even know if this is appropriate to ask or not, but I'm going to just cross my fingers and hope with the best. If you have anal sex, is your poop bigger? Is your poop bigger? I don't think so. 
Is that a what, du- what, is I, that a dumb question? What is your question? Are you are you are you are you assuming that, that is my question? That, that the aperture has been stretched and so that yeah. it'll come out in bigger uh, chunks? I don't know. Doesn't it kind of make sense? Um, I don't know. We'll have to ask a science person about that. Well, why don't we just ask a butt person? Or a butt person. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure that the average butt person would uh, admit to their poop being uh, bigger. Well, would would necessarily notice. Notice? Oh, come on! You would notice, wouldn't you? Well, I guess it depends on how much time you spend looking into the bowl. Oh, come on! Everybody looks into the bowl. I can't. You know what? I, I, I can't. I can't really say that I've I've done a scientific uh, study of that. Yeah, but you can't tell me you've never looked into the bowl. I cannot tell you that I have not looked. Okay, in the bowl. like you have to turn around to flush, so you definitely look yes. into the bowl. Fuck! I never ever wanted to have poop talk on air out my shorts. There are two things I've. You know what? I think there's an introduction that says something about the fact that we never talk about yeah. shit. Yeah. I don't want to talk about poop. We talk shit, but we don't talk shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I don't like poop. I don't. I don't, I don't. Let's make a phone call. <laughs> but I'm serious. Time for a phone call. This episode's going to shit. Hello. Disco Lou, you're on the air with Pressing Buttons and the Word Whore. I'm going to ask you a question that Preston's going to hit me for, but I'm asking anyway. Hit me. If you have anal sex, is your poop bigger? It's not been my experience. Oh. <laughs> but that it, would mean that I would be receiving to know that. Exactly. Right. I've only been a pitcher, not a catcher. Okay. So anyone you've pitched to ever reported? They've never reported back. Okay. And nor have I witnessed any changes. <laughs> I just, I think it sort of... Look what came out of me! I think it sort of stands to reason, no? You'd think so. I, I've never really done the study. We just read a story where somebody expelled a square... Thing. It's a fictional story. At least we assume it is. I, I would have to surmise that they had been probed by a square thing to begin with. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. It's like Lego. You know what? The next time it happens that somebody anally probes me with a square thing, I'll let you know how it comes out. Okay. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. I'm sure you would. And you'll tell your listeners about it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what's been your experience? Mm. Believe it or not, I'm not a butt girl. I don't believe it. I am not a butt girl. How about you, Buttons? You're a butt guy. <laughs> How can you call yourself whore and not be a butt girl? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would think that'd be part of the part of the package. Nope, sorry. You're avoiding the question. <laughs> I'm not avoiding the question. Oh, yes, you are. He's deciding yeah, just how much he, he wants, wants to reveal to, to his great listenership. <laughs> What's you know what? your butt buttons? <laughs> the, uh, the listeners already have the pictures in their heads of me doing all kinds of things, thanks to the word whore. <laughs> well, tonight we just announced that Buttons is actually a hermaphrodite. Really? Uh-huh. Yep. Does that mean you can swim? <laughs> yes, and he can also fuck himself. Which is good, because I regularly tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah. 
Yep, I can fuck myself up the ass. How about that? And make your poop bigger. That's right. But never with a square poop. <laughs> no, not until the It surgery depends on how misshapen your penis is. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like a piece of Lego? It doesn't strike me as a square in general. <laughs> I think it might be bumpy like Lego. Yeah, that's called ribbed, I think. There's a difference between bumpy and ribbed. Yeah, I think bumpy usually takes you to a doctor to go have yeah, it exactly. checked out. Yeah, exactly. That's just unhealthy. Ooh, there's a good question for Disco Lou. Um, how, well, I was going to say, have you had any form of VD, but I, I'm going to update that with um, what forms of VD have you had? <laughs> Is VD still a term that they use? Are you dating yourself? I could, I could be dating myself. I know. I know she, Any more terms she, these days that they use, and VD is not one of what them. Do yeah, we, no, that's like room 222. Okay. Yeah, exactly. What do we call it now? It's sexually transmitted disease. STD. STD. Short okay. form. Come on. It's All like right. ED. You know what that is, don't you? No. Oh, yes, you do. Surely you've experienced one guy or another who's had... ED. Oh, ED. What's ED? Erectile dysfunction. Oh, God, no. I been... knows all about that. I've been so lucky. <laughs> You've been I've so heard. Lucky. You've had men with good enhanced drugs. No, fuck. <laughs> I just walk into a room and everybody gets hard. Oh, the answer. <laughs> yeah, but you are. Now you are the one avoiding the question. No, not at all. Which, which forms of STDs have you had? I have had none that I'm aware of. You're fucking kidding me. No. God knows I've tried, but, you know, sorry. Nothing. I, I must just be with very clean women. Let's talk about you again. Okay. Apparently you're hot. Yeah. Okay, give me your priorities. Would you take um, good butt or good legs? Oh, I hate when there's menu choices. Some guys are leg men, some guys are, you know, ass men. I'm a gap man. I don't gape. <laughs> On the contrary. You might have a nice gap and be very tight at the same time. I'm not sure that gap is necessarily how a woman would want to have her privates described. No. Well, Regardless you know it's, it's, of the size. It's a reality, but a lot of guys know exactly what I mean when I say nice gap. And what it usually signifies is very, very tight, tiny legs and a great little butt that goes with it. And but you know what? When you get those two components, everything else seems to fall into place every time. So a woman with a great gap is always, always a hot woman. But understand that the word gap sort of implies Some, open and flopping. It's something no, that it you, no, it's something you have no. to jump over. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You're, you're getting the wrong visual. Okay, you want to know the visual? Here it is. Now, this is this is going to date me. Okay. Go back. Go way back. Way back to the days of VD? Wonder Woman. Okay? Ooh. Remember Wonder mm -hmm. Woman? Linda... Carter. Linda huh. Carter? Yes. Oh, okay. yes, yes. She was she hot, had, hot, hot. She had the best gap you can imagine. Oh, I know what you mean. You don't mean gap as in you're referring to the actual pussy. You're exactly. referring to the, the space, space between her legs. Exactly. Oh, I get it. Oh, I'm sorry. We misunderstood you. Yeah. Yes. How did you miss that you, word? You're, you're so sophisticated. You're talking about the, the gap between the thighs and the spine. No, I thought you were saying like nice gap as in nice gash. No, 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 nice. no, 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 no. 
I'm not that oh. I'm not that crude. Okay. Gap may yes. sound crude, the, but it's actually an incredible leading indicator for what is yet to okay. <laughs> to follow. If you're fully <laughs> dressed and your legs have that space between them. Yes. It's it's all Sorry. about the gap. Because when the gap's there, the legs usually fall into place, the butt follows, and you know what? So do the hips, waist, and the tits just seem to fall perfectly in place. Okay, so I have very long, very thin legs. If you've got long, thin legs, that means you've probably got a tiny little waist and hips, and you probably have little perky tits to go with it, and uh, everything just falls into place. I'm sorry. I, that's a personal problem. What a vivid imagination yes, this Lou has. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I look like? You don't even know. I'm just, just disco Lou to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm picturing a corpulent uh, Star Trek geek. I don't know why that's stuck in my head, but... We're going to call you Cubecock. <laughs> no, see, that sounds pretty impressive, actually. Think so? Yeah. She's digging that Well, any, any time you use the word cock instead of dick, it's way more impressive. She, with her tiny ass and great gap, likes the Cubecock. <laughs> the word whore, I have a vision of you being an absolute hottie. And you're so hot that you won't let anyone ever see you because you'd be stalked like mad. And you, Preston, you're probably the consummate wingman that a guy would want to have with him in a bar. But I'll never know. <laughs> and that was such a backhanded compliment. Yes, I... <laughs> it's a great compliment. <laughs> you're the wingman. <laughs> Because they'll never go for you. Hey, I'm always a bridesmaid. No, no, no. The wingman's job is to go out there and, and, and draw them all in. Oh, no, no, no. And turn them no, on no. to you. It's I recently updated the term wingman. It's, it's a glorified term for wallflower with a penis. <laughs> okay, so we'll, um, we'll let you go, Disco Lou. Thank you very much. I, I hope I have this pleasure again. Oh, you will have many, many, many of these pleasures again. Oh, now you got my mind working again, word horror. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Till the next time. Good night. Good night. Bye. <laughs> You're drunk. Oh, I know I am. Okay, so apparently I have a great gap, and square poop is not real. That's all I learned from this episode. What did you learn? <laughs> That's uh, And the gap is not offensive, because it doesn't mean what I thought it meant. Yeah, it doesn't mean gash, or, or horse collar. I have to go juice the clam, so we better say goodbye. Goodbye, whore. Goodbye, buttons. <laughs> Hold on. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Initiating, Initiating shutdown, shutdown sequence. sequence.